recording. I'm recording now. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to Eating and Thinking. I'm Marlena. And I'm Marlena's mother, Joanne, and we are still under lockdown in New York City, so we are doing a lot more thinking and a lot more eating than we usually do. And we just took a walk and it was horrible. Well, Mom's I'm, giving people too much slack. Yeah, Marlena is horrified that people are not sticking really strictly no, to not. being six feet apart. And it's terrible. And um, and we did see a few people who weren't wearing masks, which Bastards. now you are supposed to be wearing a mask. Her um, sister, my aunt in Chicago, she is like taking a ton of walks. I'm like, oh, you shouldn't do that. She's like, oh, no, like people will stop and wait for you to cross the street. And then, they'll, no, not here in this trash city. Here they get an inch away from you so that they can barrel ahead of you. No one has anywhere to go right now. <laughs> um... So yeah, I'm not I, going outside anymore, essentially, because well, it makes me angry. I try to give people the benefit of the doubt. And, I'm not. Um, you know, I think, well, maybe in, sometimes people just forget. But, yeah. Uh, and I don't know. Like I, I Forget what? How could you forget, well, forget right now? And just for historical purposes, we should say um, we are recording this on April 19th. In the midst of the coronavirus. Sunday, lockdown. April 19th. And, 2020. Um, so anyway... We are making today carrot cake cookies. Um, it's from... Are uh, they called carrot cake cookies? Yes. Oh, okay. Because Marlena's just been referring to them as carrot cookies. But now I, I realize... I've been calling them carrot cookies. Yeah, the carrot cake cookie makes sense because there, there is a cream cheese element to uh, it. It's mini carrot cakes, but in cookie form. And so it's uh, a recipe from... A website I've never used, amyshealthybaking.com. Don't um, sue us, Amy. <laughs> she doesn't seem litigious. <laughs> um, so it's supposed to be uh, like sort of a healthy, uh, it doesn't use a lot of sugar, uses whole wheat flour, uses stevia for the filling. So we'll see We'll see how it goes. Oh, although, do we want to use stevia? I or do, do we? but. Okay, all right. Well, no, I mean, we can okay. not if you want. No, that, I mean, we have it. I and, use stevia. I don't have a problem. And some stevia is. Metallic or something. But, but stevia is natural, right? Yeah. Okay. I, I like stevia. I don't know. So, at the moment, we have to finely grate a half cup of carrots. Do you want to grate them or something? Oh, yeah, I don't mind grating. I'm going to okay. do it by hand. So, I don't, yeah, yeah. For yeah, it's, half yeah, it's not worth She thinks really finely, like the, one of the smaller okay. ones. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. And so I will start getting the dry ingredients together. So she says technically you're supposed to use like white whole wheat flour, which is supposed to be like sort of smoother and fluffier, but we don't have that. <laughs> yeah, we don't have that. We're not fancy folk. We're using um, just regular whole wheat flour. And I, I was saying to Marlena earlier today, I think that, and perhaps I'm wrong, but I think that a cookie would be more forgiving of substitutions than, like I wouldn't do that substitution were we baking a cake. But I think a cookie, I'm, maybe I'm over optimistic, but I'm <laughs> guessing that a cookie you can get away with that. Oh, we also have to make a choice between butter and coconut oil, Mom. Oh. Um, and that's in the... In the, the cookie, not in the filling. Um, how much quantity 
It is only 1.5 tablespoons uh-huh. of either one. Oh. You know, I think that... I think the coconut would be delicious, but I think that it would be easier to measure the butter. Yeah. We're going for the... um. And we have more butter. The coward's way out. I mean, we've got a lot of coconut oil. So it calls for all ground allspice, ground cinnamon, and ground nutmeg. We have the ground nutmeg and ground cinnamon, but we only have whole allspice. Which we but, which we could grind, but I don't want to. But no. we do have pumpkin pie spice, which I don't know the ratios, but it's made of cinnamon, nutmeg, allspice, ginger, and cloves. And I think it would be delicious. So should I just use this? And not not just straight cinnamon, not straight nutmeg, but just put in. Oh, the so there's pie cinnamon spice. and nut. I yeah. I have not looked at this recipe. Yeah, for it's cinnamon, so. nutmeg, allspice, ginger. And yeah, so then I would just use that. Yeah. In you know whatever quantity the total was. Yeah. For those things. All right, I am going to grate the carrot, and I'm going to be exerting myself so much grating the carrot that I won't be able to speak. Oh no. <laughs> Or maybe, would you like the sound of the grating? Obviously. Okay. So I'm grating this by hand because it's just such a small amount. Where are any of our measuring spoons? Oh, you know what? Um, in the, I have a set in the dishwasher. <gasps> no! Sorry about that. Do you want me to pause no. it? Or, okay. While you're getting those out, I will I will grate the carrot. Oh, that's a lovely sound. Going to talk over it? Hardly. I do like that sound. And I'm grating this very fine. It's very fine. on the finest Super section fine. of the grater. Yeah. As Aretha Franklin said of young Smokey Robinson. Oh, yes. Super fine. Um, and then I guess I, I'm for dinner tonight, I'm making some ginger scallion sauce to accompany a Buddhist chicken that we are making. And uh, I was going to make that in the food processor, but now I feel like uh, I might as well just Great. grate it by hand. Oh, although the scallions, uh, I have to chop really fine. I'll see. I'll, I'll see chop how it them goes. really fine if you want. How much? We need a mortar and a pestle. That's what we need. I have a more. I have a wooden one. Okay, let's do it. I'll but mortar and pestle this. In Cambodia, the girls made their chili sauce with a mortar and pestle. But I bet they had stone ones. That's what no. I saw in Kevin. No? Nope. <laughs> um, I recently watched a video of Tan France making rice pudding. Mm-hmm. Um, and he ground up cardamom in a mortar and pestle. And so he is British. Uh, and so he said, oh, you just get the whole ones and grind them up in a pestle and mortar. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, I noted it, and I was like, that was interesting. He said pestle and mortar. Yeah. But I didn't think, oh, that's wrong. Uh-huh. Like, I knew what he meant. Yeah. Um, but he clarified. He's like, you know, in America, they call it a mortar and pestle. Uh-huh. Like, you know, I would say that's essentially the same Yes. Thing. <laughs> um, Tan. I do. Uh, I also have fond memories. And Mar- Marlena and I have not discussed Cambodia much because I thought we'll eventually make, make some Cambodian food. But I do remember um, at that lovely, and I am not a big fan of malls, but when you're in Phnom Penh and it's 104 degrees and 
you're just tired of being hot and sweaty, it's really nice to go to the big uh, Aeon Mall there. Oh my god. And they have well, fabulous Well, Aeon food. 1 is where you went. There's Aeon oh. 2. Oh, Aeon 1. <laughs> Next time we'll hit Aeon 2 as well. And, um, uh, Boy, it's taking me a little longer than I thought to grate a half cup of onion because I guess I'm carrot. a smaller carrot. God, oh lordy. <laughs> but anyway, um, they have a wonderful food court at that mall, which we might have talked about briefly in an earlier episode. And I remember, yes, the the man, the young man who made me my um, my uh, my lunch was using a mortar and pestle. What's next for me? I just want to uh-huh. have a little aside here, thinking about that lunch being made and the mortar and pestle. And, and one thing I, I do like about traveling in Asia and pretty much anywhere that isn't the United States <laughs> is, and maybe anywhere that isn't New York. God, I don't want to like have this be an episode where we're just blasting New York City because there's a lot to love about New York. I mean, we can have one of those. But but I like it when people take their time to do something like where it's, you know, where just doing something quickly is not the goal. You know what I mean? Where, And I, I understand sometimes you're in a big rush, but it's so nice to take a moment to smell the roses, so to speak. So, Mom, mm-hmm. I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. Technically, I'm supposed to mix the wet and dry ingredients separately. Oh, and you just put no. a wet... Oh, okay. I haven't done nothing uh-huh. yet. Oh, all right. No. But, you see, when I worked at the Cat and the Cream mm-hmm. in Oberlin, mm-hmm. the cafe where we were famous for our custies, mm-hmm. we never did that. Mm-hmm. And I'm inclined to not. Well, you just mix them together. It's not like you sift the dry. Uh-huh. I don't know. I mean, I can tell you're leaning towards not doing that, towards the not lazy way. Well, partly because we've never made these before. I guess. But, but I also. That said, and I was just talking about, oh, take your time to do things. <laughs> it's not but, a time thing. It's just a, oh, another like another dish. Yeah, another bowl. And, yeah. Um, Gina, you know, I'm thinking maybe I should have used one one point up but that probably is what she wants so these she wants pretty finely great yeah that's basically a paste yeah these carrots are do you think that's or do you think i should go to this next one go to the next one up why not maybe for the rest of it yeah because yeah the the carrots are coming out not so much like the shred was so fine that it it is just like yeah do a shred so okay um, there's not much. I mean, are you getting super tired? Because I can take over. No, okay. I don't mind. I mean, it's almost. It's there's almost there. a lot in the you yeah. see in there. <laughs> so, but yeah, I think maybe that was. So, what do you too. think? Um, how much wet ingredient is there? There is butter, egg, mm-hmm. vanilla, milk. And let's just go. Let's let's just do it all in one bowl. Yeah. Okay. How bad could it be? Right. I mean, very, but <laughs> it's like there's some things I feel like, for instance, when I make a bubula, see our bubula episode, everyone. When I make a bubula, if I'm making it just for myself, I would maybe not take the time to beat the egg whites separately. But if I'm making it for someone else, I definitely would because there is a, there is a difference in the texture of the finished product. And I find it more pleasing with the, um, the stiffly beaten egg whites, but... If it's just for me, I might not care that much. All right, I think I probably yeah, why don't you have enough. That out? Yeah. 
partly because I'm sort of enjoying this. <laughs> so I'm getting, I'm getting my frustrations out on this poor carrot. Shred, baby, shred. So we are going to need to use not a whole egg. So you'll still have one precious yolk, um, but an egg white. Okay. Uh, did did my brother Ben? He went grocery shopping today. Did he get eggs? You or? know, I. I have a feeling I didn't put it on his list. I yeah, I I meant to okay. and I forgot. So we're still eggless. No, we're not eggless. Uh, we, no, we're just, but we have we eggs. We have many eggs. Yeah. To be honest. Well, but we have about. Spreading every day about she didn't get enough eggs. <laughs> um, so I am going to use one of your precious yes. eggs. Which is fine, and I will probably um, I will probably make a little shopping run myself soon. Um, although we are going to try at some point, probably I don't know when. I found out you can use the juice that comes with can canned chickpeas. It's called aquafaba, and you can use it as an egg substitute. So I want to try it. Um, I am used to, um, I have been suggesting, I don't know what the substitute for just egg white would be, so I haven't done it, but for just binding properties, you can make a, um, a mixture out of a tablespoon of cornstarch and three tablespoons of water. Um, and at, at that same cafe in college, we had a vegan version of the cookies, which I thought were really good, and they, they held together with that, um, with the cornstarch. I referred to it as a cornstarch slurry, and Mom didn't like that. Oh, I just, I just don't like the term slurry. It just, it just sounds like an unappetizing, gross pink meat slurry. <laughs> <laughs> I am at the moment melting the butter. And I am getting the, um, I used the hand grater I used. It's sort of like a cone and you, um, like a, like a three-sided triangular cone and it has three different grating options. And then, um, a lot of what you grate though gets stuck in the center of it. So I am, yeah, so I am, um, getting that out and then I'm going to measure it. And I think it's quite close. Um, Marlena and I did a little, um, well, we actually enlisted, uh, mm. all four of our nuclear family who are huddling together now in a little Kumite project yesterday. Have we explained Kumite? We explained Kumite in an episode way back okay. when that probably no one listened to, but it's, it's also, um, it's also our our, our, listenership our howdy, our how did you get made reference for this um, episode. How did this get made, not how did I, you get made. Is that what I just said? Oh I my think God. so. I think my, I think brain, my brain is going to slurry. <laughs> so anyway, since we always like to mention someone else's podcast, and that's one of our favorites. It is a um, favorite. So uh, I will explain quickly. Kumite is the word that we use. It uh, is a martial art form. Uh, it, no, it's or, not. or a no, fighting. Okay, you're okay. getting it. No, ahead. you go ahead. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to let Marlene Kumite handle this. is the word that we use as shorthand for some decluttering, for like throwing out some stuff that we don't need anymore. And the way it came about is rather roundabout that we started using that word. And it's because. So the way we first heard the word kumite is on a How Did This Get Made episode, this movie Bloodsport, Jean-Claude Van Damme movie, a kumite was like a battle where you figure out like who is the better 
martial artist and everyone around the ring would talk, Kumite, Kumite, Kumite. And we have seen, and for a time, I, th- I don't know if people shout as much during live shows, but people would just shout that at live shows for how did this get made. And we've been at two. And well, both, in context, like something would happen where... Where a battle was where, about to ensue. Yes, where it seemed, um, or one, it seemed like one should. One should ensue. I don't think one ever did. And at the two live shows that we've been at, we ended up shouting Kumite, I believe. Oh, it's so great sometimes um, to participate in a benign mob. <laughs> so we just love shouting Kumite. And the way that we started saying it for... Um, oh, dear. Um, I'm separating the egg. It's taking up my attention for a second. Mm. So the way we started saying it for decluttering was, so I think we have mentioned it, but in, I believe, New York Magazine, I unfortunately don't remember who wrote it, but several years ago, around when the Marie Kondo book came out, um, and she would say, oh, you know, does this spark joy? Uh, Then you keep it. And this wonderful article came out on New York Magazine where this woman said, Instead of that, I'm going to say, does this spark rage? Oh, right. I and forgot about that, Marlena. So part of her decluttering system <laughs> was to have, like, a battle cry. Oh, and so we decided, oh, well, we already have a battle cry. Yep. It's Kumite. <laughs> Oops, oh, that was a knife going down. Um, and so we decided to make that ours, and then it just <laughs> eventually transferred to just a verb itself. That yeah. to, instead of us just shouting kumite while we decluttered, decluttering itself became kumite. Yeah, yeah. So we did a little kumite last night. <laughs> yes, there was some sort of story. From I'm intrigued by how you'll make this interesting for the people. Well, it, it, it won't be interesting, oh, okay. but it might be funny. <laughs> um, so, Good to know. so I just got these things out of one of our medicine chests that you know, had just been, like, lingering for a long time, seeing if these are, you know, balms and salves and creams and potions anyone is still using. And, oh, my God, we if someone opened our cabinet now, you would think, like, gosh, this family suffers from terrible athlete's foot and crotch pain. Okay. Oh, my God, did you just... Mother? We did have... you... Just befell my podcast. Um, did I? Yes. Well, how dare you can edit you. that out. But because if you open it, there's like a whole little plastic container just full of tubes of antifungals and the, and it's you know it's just crazy. You know, no one needed to know this. No, you can edit all that out. And yet, I shan't. And yet, it is not my way. <laughs> So if you need to go, if you need to come over and borrow a cup of uh, anti-fungal, you know where to go. She makes herself laugh. <laughs> oh God. Oh. So Marlena, I I had like really uh, I think exact. Yeah, well, and very close to um, the exact measurement of grated carrot we needed. Then I, I did a little tiny bit, little tiny bit more. I see. Mm-hmm. Um, let me know when you're ready for it. I'm not yet. Okay. Okay. 
So now I gotta make this dry. Somehow make it all wet. Because all the wet ingredients are in there. I just have to mix it. Oh, okay. Alright. They you, haven't incorporated well. Should is we, what I was trying to get across. Should we use um, <clears throat> the electric mixer or no? No. And this it seems, smells nice. Mm-hmm. And this seems pretty easy. It, it, it's going to make a pretty small batch, like 24 cookies. 24 cookies. So, pretty small cookies. Yeah, so that's not, you know, that's not crazy. Now, 24 sounds like a lot to me, but I don't think they're going to be large. Maybe we just have different standards. <laughs> well, I think a lot of cookie recipes make, like, dozens oh, of I cookies. Guess. <clears throat> or maybe it's mo that... Like, I really don't bake cookies very often, except for around the holidays in years past, I sometimes okay. made. So I think, oh, and though, I think those recipes often. Well, holiday know, cookies. Yeah, yeah, so it'll be like like five dozen. Remember when we used to make Sephirnusa? We made those like twice. Did we make them like every, I don't think. Well, all right, well, I have fond memories but, of those two times. All right. And I made them before I had kids, too, around the holidays. So it's, there isn't a ton of liquid in here, but I think that it's not because we mixed it together. I believe it's because the carrots are going to have a lot of liquid. Mm. So do we add them now? Yes, we do. <clears throat> fold them in. And by fold, I'm gonna smush them in real good. <laughs> do you want me to put like part Yeah, in? don't put them all in at once. So then maybe it's good that some of them are grated on that extra, on that extra mushy side. side. Yeah. Yeah, they're already imparting a lot of liquid. No, I'm just gonna smash it all in. It's all going in right now. Take so, your time, never. Um, Except when there's a pandemic. <laughs> so um, the carrot imparts such a beautiful orange color mm -hmm. to the dough, but I'm assuming that that will change when it bakes. I have that no idea. That it'll probably be a less bright orange. So these need to chill for a half hour. And then but, do you roll out the dough? Yes. Roll it out. Or, you know, I don't think we need a rolling pin. Well, we pin. have a rolling pin. I'm aware we have uh -huh. a rolling pin. Have to have a rolling pin. Otherwise, what else would a woman chase her husband with? Speaking of, I think maybe we should have them chill for longer because my dad wants to get in here relatively soon to make dinner. So I say maybe we make the filling... Mm -hmm. um, and then put it all together because the filling bakes. You don't put it on it. It's not a frosting mm -hmm. that you put on afterwards. So these are like, you know, a thumbprint cookie yes. where you make an impression with your thumb and then um, put a little filling so in. I don't think it's going to hurt to have these chill for longer. So I mm -hmm. say we put these in, okay. we let them chill through dinner. Mm -hmm. We make right now on, I was going to say on camera, but uh, on recording. Um, the filling, let that chill too, okay. and then let Dad have the kitchen, and then okay, we'll and then we'll return with our tummies full to bake them. Okay. Okay. I think this is pretty well incorporated. There's yes. a little bit of dust, but <laughs> but yes, the carrots do add a ton of moisture. Um, it's too late now, but mm -hmm. I suppose we could have. I was just thinking, you know, maybe maybe the consistency would be a little different if we had 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 the yeah, flour call for and I did just recently um find online she said it's okay to use regular oh okay because I found something online with all sorts of sub like how much 
of one type of flour no. to substitute for another. I think. She said it was okay to use regular whole wheat or yeah. regular white. Okay. I know. She gives a whole bunch of, oh, if you're this, if you're that. Uh-huh. So it seems like a relatively forgiving recipe. All right. So I am going to stick this in the fridge. And then make filling. Okay. And I'm, oh, um. I'm going to get a tiny container for this egg yolk. That's what I was going to do. Oh. I'll do that while you look at the recipe. Did I not put in the brown sugar? I was wondering, I wasn't I didn't sure. I put in sugar. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I, you know, because I was busy grating the carrots. You know, so. you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put in the sugar so that we have a cookie. <laughs> well, the last time I made a kugel, I forgot. I forgot the sugar. But luckily, there were raisins in it that were super, super sweet. How much do you need? A half a cup. You might, and it calls for brown sugar, which gets kind of hard and lumpy. That, you might be able to get a half a cup, um, but there are also instructions for softening it on the brown sugar bag. Let's try this. Oh. You know, it just occurred to me, I wonder what would happen if you put lumpy brown sugar in like a coffee grinder. Should we try it? <laughs> See if, if I can get him a half a cup of non-lump. We might be able to do this. We might be able to do this. That is the sound of brown sugar pouring. Okay, I think that seems good. You think you can break up? I'm gonna try. Okay, I will help. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it back in its original big bowl. You know what? Um, the uh, you could probably use the grater. You wanna try? Here I am. I'm gonna try. It's working. I'm getting a bit too close to your fingers. I am, to be frank, okay with a couple lumps in there. Well, like this one is a big well, lump. Yeah, this yeah. is like a cookie-sized lump. But it's not cookie-sized. I'm exaggerating. Yes. Yes, you are. Half a cookie. All right. I think that's fine. <laughs> oh, this one just crumbled up nicely. Let me attempt to incorporate this in any semblance of not just sugar around the dough. Ah. Getting molassesy. I feel like. Brown sugar actually has a lot of moisture of its own. But maybe I'm wrong. Okay. You think brown sugar has moisture of its own? Is that what you just said? Well, yeah, I think that's why it ends up sticking well, together. Oh, uh, maybe. Because is it just it has white molasses. sugar and molasses? I yeah. think so. But I might be wrong. I'll admit that I could be dreadfully wrong. Okay. It's officially going in. 
If I've left anything else out, it's not going in. <laughs> Do we have plain Greek yogurt? No. Oh, is that one of the ingredients? This may be one of the ingredients. Oh, I did not. Well, know. I think it's okay because we have, it calls for two tablespoons of Greek yogurt for the filling, two tablespoons cream cheese, softened, but we only have cream cheese spread. Oh, you know what we could use? I, well, I was going to okay, say, go which ahead. I think is going to be naturally like softer, smushier, creamier. Yeah, but I think it's still not going to be as... Uh, I just cut myself on the Oh, God. Oh, oh, damn. No. I'm leaving a lot of blood on this cream cheese. It's not oh, on the cream cheese itself. Oh, oh, my poor sweet baby. Uh, there is literally blood on the um, container. There's blood on my cream oh. cheese with Bob Dylan album? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know if anyone heard that. You might have been too far away from it. I said, is blood on the cream cheese a Bob Dylan album? He's working on it now. To, um, can I, can I even So this is a softer, oh, I already. Why did you open oh. it with the blood oh. on it? Sorry. What's wrong with you? I guess because it's your blood. Gross. Okay, so what were you going to say? That, so it's a creamier cream cheese, yeah. but. I think that it probably still, I, I think that the yogurt was probably also for a little tang and also just because it is. All right, so what do you want to so do? Maybe um, if we still have any cottage cheese, if there's, I'm not sure if we do, but if we do, maybe some of the liquid from the cottage cheese. Oh, sure. Let's make that weird concoction. But okay. again, we might not, I'm not sure if we have any. What, what just happened? <laughs> a gallon of milk just fell on my head. Oh no. Well, that's no good. Uh, that'll knock some sense into me, maybe. Oh, I see the cottage cheese. Okay. It has, uh, it also has the killer foil. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so how much, how much did it call for? Like two and two? Yeah. So I just did four tablespoons of that. Oh, I was going to say do three tablespoons of that and one tablespoon of this. Oh, okay. I'll just remove a tablespoon. Do you want to just do the liquid or are you doing um, also yeah, the cottage? Yeah, I think the, no, right. the, the liquid. All right, strange, strange. I think it, it I, th I think it's a good, uh, all right, all right. a good substitute. All right. So we need an eighth of a teaspoon. Of vanilla and some stevia. Oh yes, okay. I so know. it calls for stevia. liquid stevia, but oh, I think it's fine. We have powdered stevia, and that's what we're going for. But I think texturally, I maybe we should. Would you Google. want to do agave? I looked it up, and yeah. it said it's fine. Oh, it did. All right, well let's try. Well, it. Do you want to do agave instead? No, let's or? let's try it. How much does it call for? A quarter of a teaspoon. Oh, so that's such a tiny amount. <laughs> oh yeah, that's fine. So, this goes, but I think we should refrigerate it, um, but it goes in a little Ziploc bag because you pipe it. Oh. All right. Well, let's hope for the best on that one. <laughs> Did you taste it? Nope. But I will. Probably. Well, when, yeah, you can lick the bowl. I will. I've missed licking bowls since all this started. <laughs> I said to mom, you know, I usually do, but the only reason I'm not is... I've never gotten food poisoning from raw egg from like a cookie dough, but Here, now me, would be a bad time yes, to get food poisoning. Yes, now would be a very bad time when hospitals are... All right, I think we're fine. 
they would just let you sit there puking your guts out. Tastes pretty good. Tastes mostly like cream cheese. All right. Shall we rejoin them later? <laughs> yes. Bye. For now. We're back. Time to roll out some cookies. Oh, so Marlena, to, to roll out, I mean, we could clean a counter and do it directly on the stone counter. Or do you want to do it on the underside of that? Um, Cutting board? That, sure. Yeah. I assume we should flour it a little bit. Um, I guess. Well, she say. just says, like, make your hands wet. Like, I think, I think she might be okay with you just ball the, the she being the woman who wrote the recipe. Just well, I guess, well, I guess we should take it out of the, the cookie yeah. batter, out, the cookie dough out of the refrigerator and see what the consistency of it is. Mm, this might not be roll out of bowl. Or maybe it is, but it might just be, you know. Well, what does she say to do? Do you know, make little spheres. And but I mean, but what does she say to do immediately after it comes out of the refrigerator? Does she say to roll it out? She says make them into 24 spheres. Oh, she doesn't say to roll it out. I don't think so. Oh. Oh, well, so then maybe you can just... Um, I didn't copy every word. I copied huh. out the recipe. I did not copy every word. I think, and then put a little thumbprint in it. Oh, all right. So then I guess what I would do yeah. probably is roll it in the palm of my hand okay. into a ball so and then press it down. That's the way I would normally make okay. a cookie. I checked. It says roll it into round spheres. So... And then thumbprinting. Oh, roll it like this. Yes. Roll. Okay. Alright. Roll it with your hand. So, to make 24, about what size do you think? Like, is that too big? Yeah, no, I'm guessing that that's about okay. right. Okay. And then I make so a little So I guess we could do that print. right on the cookie sheet. I know we could, and that's why I said I'm... Yeah, I didn't... So where's the... Do we have... We don't have a No, I haven't prepared right. one yet. Okay, so let's just prepare the cookie sheet. Fine, you prepare the cookie sheet. Okay. <laughs> we have to do it with parchment paper. And one large cookie sheet might be enough. It might. God, this looked brand new so recently. It was not that recently that it looked brand new. It's uh, crusty and blackened and it its handles and are gone. Did I have a, I only have one of these. I right? believe you only have one yeah, of them. I got it as a as a free gift from the immediate made it. Ooh. Immediately we've become cranky. <laughs> okay, we will stop the crank. I'll stop nothing. I think it's outstanding that we have not been crankier. <laughs> we got one down. With a okay thumbprint. Just this is my first time making a cookie that requires a thumbprint. Me too, I think. <laughs> I'm not certain, to be honest. So this one is smaller. If I, like, I don't mind doing it smaller. If I, <laughs> I'd rather do it smaller than Pachki more with the okay. batter. If I, you know, like I'm taking it as it comes, <laughs> so to speak. Mm, it smells good. So it does. You know what I was tempted to, uh, to suggest putting in here, Marlena, but I thought you would be absolutely against it. Raisins. Oh! <laughs> Nuts would probably be tasty. Probably. They might overwhelm the daintiness. 
This seems to me a dainty cookie. Is it a Canadian dainty? <gasps> That's apparently an accent. <laughs> it just sounds like a, it's just English. It's just Canadian people that sound English. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Should I press that down a little more? I don't, I don't know what you should do. <laughs> it's the blind leading the blind here. Are you making them spheres I'm, first? Oh, or are well, you flattening them out? I'm just kind of... No, sphere them first, and then you'll have more, more to work with when you press. All right, like so? Like so. Then thumbprint. See? So, yeah, but they, they also come apart. <sighs> That's, I, I, I don't know what to tell you. I did, this one I sort of smushed together a little more afterwards. Like that. We're making mockeries of thumbprint cookies. Mm -hmm. Well, I think that this, um, oh, this has a big, this one's going to be very sweet. It has Ooh. a big sugar lump in it. Leave it in. I think that um, this, this consistency of uh, dough is a little different, too, yeah. because it's got all that carrot in it. It's, it's almost like a... Like a, I don't know what it is. <laughs> think that's enough room on this? I think we might need to do one more. We might, yes. Mm -hmm. We have what so far? Eleven. That was that math took me too long. <laughs> it's because we're. I think we're tired. All right. Should we prepare another one? Uh, another, another tray. Yeah. Okay. So we got fifteen on one tray. I think I'll use my other roll of parchment <gasps> paper because it's it's uh, narrower. Ooh, this is a fresh roll. <gasps> Dare we? Because mm -hmm. see, this one is narrower. That one's too wide for this size. Or, you know, I could cut it to size, but... Putting all your gift wrapping skills to work. <laughs> Hardly. Oh God, I haven't gift wrapped anything in ages. That's a reference to. I do a lot of gift wrapping at the at the shop I usually work in. Or I should say at the boutique. It sounds fancier. <laughs> I do often say boutique to customers. Oh. <laughs> I made a hideous I one. I, that's not even what I'm laughing at. I'm like just laughing at my own internal. <laughs> Do you want to make it external for the so, podcast? Well, I was just laughing at myself because I was just thinking about the concept of ghosting. As though what I have, about it? As though I have anyone to ghost or be ghosted by, but not that I'm not. And what about it? So, I mean, ghosting is when like someone just acts like you don't exist. Right, like they yeah. never. Yeah. They don't respond to texts or anything. Yeah. Pretty jerky thing to do. <laughs> well, at some point, though, what, what's the difference between ghosting and just no longer remaining in touch? <laughs> um, I, not I remaining in... Well, ghosting has to do with relationships. I see. So a relationship, so, you don't just fall out of touch uh -huh. with your boyfriend. Uh-huh. So, so, it, so, yeah. So it's more like... Um, and it's also... If you just fall out of touch, that's not ghosting. Huh. If I text you and say, hey, it's oh, been a then, long time since oh, we talked, and, then, and yeah. you just never reply, that yeah. is ghosting. Yeah. So, like, if I say, I thought we were meeting at City Hall this morning to get married, and I waited for three hours and you didn't show up, and you never respond to that text, that's ghosting. Indeed, mother. Oh, 
God, how sad. <laughs> Supposedly, Mar yeah. Marlene, this cookie, I think, is almost all brown sugar, just so you know. That'll be the best tasting one. Oh, my God. Or the most deeply burnt. Um, Supposedly, Charlize Theron, who dated Sean Penn. Yes, ghosted him. Well, I think <laughs> Sean Penn could handle being ghosted, probably. <laughs> or maybe not. So maybe it's really hard for someone who's like a celebrity to deal with know. that. So I'm going to snip open this little plastic, this little Ziploc bag. Oh, before you do, I recommend, I, my hands are too sticky, I but I recommend... Um, smushing it? Yes, yeah, smushing it to make it more... To make it more pliable. So we've had the the little uh, like cookie filling in the refrigerator all this time, and I think that if you smush it a little in the it's plastic bag, it will be it's pretty more. liquid. Okay. Oh, all right. Um, Marlena is now snipping off a corner of the Ziploc bag. It's true. I may have snipped off too much. Well, no, it'll be fine. Because, you know, you need a, a, yeah. a glob in there. It's not like a, let's glob this out. One cookie is globbed. It looks beautiful. Yay. I'm being, I don't know that I, I feel like I'm doing about the right amount. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, if if, I, hopefully I won't, ha I will have enough and if I have too much, I'll just fill in. Um, and if we don't have enough, we could make we another. Could yeah. Make, I guess. I mean, sometimes you, like if we, or if we just have a little, not quite enough, like I was thinking, sometimes you get those cookies from a bakery and there is really just like a little dot of like raspberry on Who it just, or something. So you're saying we should hold so ourselves to terrible could, standards? No, but I'm saying if we don't have quite enough, we could just... That there's terrible precedent? Leave a few that, yes, that don't have so much on it. Marlena, that just made me think of, um, not that they have, not that they're stingy with their cookie toppings, mm -hmm. probably... Just the opposite, but it made me think of St. Anthony's Bakery in uh, Brooklyn. In Brooklyn, yeah. I it's hope it's still there. It's a bakery we go to sometimes. It's this wonderful About once a year. Yeah, it's this. I'm wondering less now, really. Yeah, we we have not been there probably in about. We probably have not been there in four years, perhaps. Because the last few times we used to always go when we would go see the Regina Opera out in Brooklyn, and. Um, we would get, they have wonderful uh, lemon drop cookies there and other things. They have mm -hmm. really good St. Joseph's cakes and it's just very atmospheric. It's, it's, they have a little shrine to St. Anthony. Yeah, they have a little shrine to St. Anthony and it's still, um, you know, a bakery that is a real bakery. It's not just the retail bakery shop. There is a real bakery behind it where they are baking and um, uh, it just feels like a piece of old Brooklyn and I hope it is still there. Then the Regina Opera, which used to be, um, uh, the performances used to be in one church, Regina Pacis, or Regina, I guess in Latin it would really be Pacis, perhaps. But people say Pacis. And, uh, well, because one of those sounds worse. And then remember, Marlena, I had a coworker years ago who was married at that church. <gasps> so anyway, <laughs> then now it's at Our Lady of Perpetual Help. Auditorium. It's a high school now. And yeah, and the um, and it's a little further from. Uh, it's also now we started getting lemon drops and, at the place near La Florentina. 
Um, yeah, and then we wouldn't go to St. Anthony's. Oh, that's right. There was another bakery clo- closer to La Sorrentina. La Sorrentina Pizzeria. one of the best yeah. pizzerias in New York City. Yeah, it is very, very good. I hope Way that that's there. still there. I also yeah. hope this. And they have a guy making pizza there who's clearly like the manager. He's probably about or maybe the owner. Age. And there is a picture of... And, you know, he's like a pretty big, burly guy and obviously older now. Um... But there's a picture on the wall of this, like, young, super skinny guy in the 70s who just, like, like, he could be, like, a member of the New York Dolls. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's very cute. And mom didn't think they looked alike, but I was like, no, that is the same guy. I could just tell. And we asked him, he was like, yep, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I hope that, uh, gosh, you know what, Marlena, I'm, I'm blanking out on what the name of that neighborhood is. Oh, Sign? No, um, it's not Sunnyside. Um, no, Diker Na- Heights. Diker Heights, right, right, right. Diker Heights. So now it's it's more like um, it's closer to Sunset Park, where the the performances are. So you think uh, it was the perfect amount? Mm-hmm. Huzzah! And okay. do we have the oven on convection? No, we've got it on regular. Oh, okay. Nine should to we, eleven minutes. Do you think we should do it on convection? Why? Um, no, we can do it on convection, but it's already heated. I, yeah, I wonder if it if it heats more evenly if it's not convection. I have no idea. Okay. Um, can two fit in with so, this guy? I think if you push it, like, actually with this oven, I'm not sure. I think this oven might, might be a little bigger. I Can you? No. Oh, okay. Maybe so do we double so. stack them or so do one at a time? You can do that and then maybe we should put it on convection and then the air will be circulating okay. more. And to do a double stack and I might also Google baking cookies with convection <laughs> so they're supposed to cook really fast about 10 minutes I am meanwhile sucking out the dregs <laughs> of the of the frosting I don't want them to think you're sucking out the I was a, oh, of what? oh I'm sorry I don't know a beer barrel <laughs> sure so in case you were to think that but yes I was about to say of the frosting Okay, so it says, food that is cooked in a convection oven is normally done about 25% faster than in a thermal oven. Convection ovens have their advantage when it comes to cookie baking, <gasps> as the baker can place three racks of cookies <gasps> in at a time, and all are baked to perfection. <gasps> well, it's on convection now. And so we should check it um, earlier. Quicker. Yeah. It says, set oven temperature for 25 degrees below what the recipe calls for. You think we should do that? No. <laughs> we baked cat cookies in convention oven, convection ovens, and we set them at, I think, 350. Mm-hmm. And I set them at 350 at home on a regular oven, and it's fine. Do you think we should pause now until yeah. we take them out of the oven? Unless yes. We... In okay. fact, they need to cool a bit, so we can just pause from now until we're about to bite into one. Okay. Okay. We'll talk later. Back again. Yes, we are back, and the the kitchen smells heavenly. It's we waited. Oh, yes. go ahead. We gave it like five minutes of the suggested ten minutes of cooling, cooling time. Yes, we we don't have the self control to wait nope. the full. I want it. Minute. I want it. I have my eyes on the one that I said was mostly it's just sort of sugar caramelized. Um, yes. May I take that one, my name? Oh yes. Although it might be less representative. Perhaps. Okay. I've got a normie. 
Um, a normie means a normal one. Yeah, it feels soft. Soft to the touch. Okay, let's go kosher. Okay, okay, okay. Get all those mouths out. I do regret a little bit not making a hot beverage to go with this, but... I mean, there's more. <laughs> yeah, let's see. Mmm. Mmm. It's very good. Yeah. Um, they're not terribly sweet. No. But they're sweet enough. Yeah. Like, it feels like you're eating a sweet. But... And it's very carrot Mm-hmm. And there's very little sugar in here. So, I think this is a relatively healthy... Well, it's supposed to be a healthy bacon. Mm-hmm. Mm. Good. Yeah, mine is really good. I deem them very good. Yay. Mm. I can't wait to eat another one. <laughs> should we say goodbye? Um, I guess we should. Yes. Yeah, so, all right. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you feel like you were hanging out with us mm. in the kitchen. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.